0: Hi, everybody. This is Catherine, and you're listening to Murder and Mediumship. This is one of the final episodes you're going to find on this feed, and this is focused not even really on murder or mediumship. I'm so sorry for those of you who are here for that. Stop listening. This is an episode that is it's an interview with a friend of mine, Kyra Pugh, who is a dietitian and a wellness coach, and she's going to be talking to us a little bit more about food and how to have a healthier relationship with food and why that's so important for you. And the healthier we are, the better life we can live, really, truly, the more connected to our higher self we can become. So this is a little bit more in alignment with the content that you're going to see. And I will be announcing the name of the new show that will be premiering on April 10th. I'll be announcing that in next week's episode. So stay tuned, stick around and get ready for some really kick-ass interviews with some really incredible friends and creators and co-creators of mine. Thank you so much for being here today. And I hope that this resonates with you. Hi everybody! I am here today with Kyra Pugh, a dietitian and expert wellness coach. She owns and runs her company T N M Wellness. Uh, Kyra, do you want to say hello to everybody? Hello.
1: What does T N M stand for? So T N M stands for thoughts, which kind of gets into mindset and habits, and stands for nourishment and nutrition, um, and movement, or M stands for movement. I guess I just.
0: The basis of, of what you're doing, what I want to talk about with you today is kind of how nutrition really overall impacts our mind and body wellness. And the really cool thing about your program is it really focuses on the mind wellness as well as the physical wellness, which is a component that I think a lot of people neglect. It's either one or the other. And we forget that yeah. these two are so closely partnered. And I've actually been working with Kara for what, three months now? Almost since January. Yeah. Yeah. January. And we're coming up on mid-March working with Kyra and improving my nutrition and I, and my overall wellness. And I realized like, not only was my movement at an all time low, but I was eating like total garbage, even though I thought I was doing pretty well. So the reason I'm like going off on this caveat is because I realized through this work with her that my health and mental wellness was vastly improved when I got the nutrition right. And I'm not saying I eat like a saint or like a bodybuilder by <laughs> any means. We were just joking about that before we started recording, but it's, it's about that healthy balance and being aware of what you, how did you get started in this field? First of all, what, what led you to this? Because I know you kind of have yeah. a little bit of a special story here.
1: Yes. So when I was 11 years old, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes. And it's definitely a life changer. It's a chronic illness. It's something that I'm going to be dealing with for the rest of my life. And with that, we type one diabetics really like they have to count everything that they eat in order to take insulin for it. Right. And so I was counting my carbohydrates. And a lot of the times when I was younger, I was counting my calories too, just to make sure I was getting enough food for my growth. That led to a little bit of an obsession over food. Basically, Mm -hmm. Um, it took me down a different route as far as body image Um, and a little bit of an eating disorder, I would say, just because I was, I was, I started being, I started being afraid of carbohydrates, other kinds of foods. I was demonizing certain categories of foods. It affected my entire life, my, it affected my diabetes management. It affected everything, my relationships. Um, long story short, I kind of got out of that, but it, it all started with my mindset. So I had to decide what I wanted for myself. And that's the first step, right? So you have to decide. Um, I started working on my thoughts and how I thought about myself and how I wanted to be in the future. And that really kind of got me out of where I was because I was in a deep, dark hole and then <laughs> You've um, all been there, right, yeah, so i it took me a while, but it, mindset is the first thing that I worked on, and then I started working on um, nutrition because at the time I couldn't really exercise I had some some health issues related to my diabetes where I couldn't exercise at all, so once I started working and on how my old nutrition, were you, how old were you around then um twenty 22, okay, mid 20s. Once I realized that, you know, I was putting myself first, I was nourishing my body correctly, things started to get better for me. I realized that, you know, my diabetes management got better and I was able to start moving again and exercising little by little. By that time, I was like, wow, this really, this really starts with you know, gaining the habits that you need in order to take care of yourself. And it's all about self-care. It's, it's really about how you think about yourself too. That's really important. I, I was always interested in nutrition. Nutrition, my, nutrition is my passion. And I knew I wanted to go to school for it. But I, I At the time, <clears throat> between 17 and 23 or 24, I, I really wasn't in a position to go to school. I was just not healthy at all. And so once I started to get healthier, I applied to college. I went to the junior college they have near me. And then I applied to the university, got in there, graduated, got my master's degree um, within like a year and three months. And then I did my dietetic internship and I graduated from that in May of 2021. So I've been an official registered dietitian for almost two years wow I feel yeah. like I remember
0: you going through
1: this part of the journey yeah I mean when did I first talk to you it was like back in 2019 I think uh, I think yeah, yeah right
0: around when I got started working as a professional intuitive I met you and yes. the whole clan um is <laughs> yeah, <the whole> <laughs> it amazing it's honestly one of my favorite families ever um with this, with this part of the journey, with going to school, at what point did you realize though? Because you started
1: your work in a more clinical setting, right? I did, I did, and that's actually um, part of my master's degree is clinical clinical nutrition because I was really interested in medical nutrition therapy, so helping okay. people acute with acute diseases and chronic diseases as well. So I, I was really interested in like what helps these diseases, what prevents them, what can essentially you know, cure certain things, um, quote unquote. Um, (laughs) so that kind of got me down the path. I, you know, going through the internship, you really find out what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Um, I, I thought I wanted to work in a hospital. No, I, I (sighs) do not ever want to do that. (laughs) If the time comes and I have to, I will, but, um, I realized that I wanted to help people just like the everyday person, but also the people who are dealing with chronic issues like uh, Hashimoto's type one diabetes, like myself, maybe they have heart disease. And I want, I wanted to help them first gather that mindset to where, you know, the thoughts that they think about themselves is really what guides the whole process of wellness. Um, So that's kind of where I found myself and where I found my journey as of right now. I just, I realized in my own journey that mindset matters first, everything Mm -hmm. else kind of falls into place after that. But, um, I wanted to help people with that because I know, and I, I, you know, looking back and remembering all the times that I've helped people in the hospital, even in my internship, or when I worked there as a diet tech, these people will you know, you'll spew a whole bunch of information out of them while they're in their hospital bed, and then they'll go home, and and they'll have the information in front of them. But they'll be like, okay, where where do I start with this? How do I yeah. how do I how do I make this a habit for myself? And that's kind of where I like to start with people, and how how to get them on their wellness journey and and keep it long term, right? Like they need they need this long term. I don't want people to have a coach forever, even though they can if they want. I just. Um, it's important and I think it's really imperative for people to get the mindset down first, gain these habits and then over time, they'll keep them forever. What kind
0: of mindset uh, work do you do with your clients? How, is it focused around their relationship with food or is it an overall mindset?
1: Um, it really depends on the individual. So I really like to encourage them to do things for themselves and put themselves first. At least one small thing a week, It doesn't have to be huge, really doing a lot of work around self-care, self-confidence. So, you know, changing negative thoughts about themselves into something positive. So say you look in the mirror and you're like, God, I hate my thighs or something like that. Look in the mirror and and tell yourself what you do like about yourself. Mm -hmm. So, oh my gosh, I have beautiful eyes or wow, my arms are awesome. Um, so just kind of switching the script to a more positive, uh, narrative. Um, and then, you know, obviously self-care, so doing something for yourself. And then, you know, if they have a, a tur like a, a bad relationship with food, um, we focus on nourishment first, and then we will also focus on. Um, not really deeming foods good or bad. Mm -hmm. It's it's not really a thing. And then we'll kind of, you know, if they have a problem with some sort of eating disorder, that'll, that'll be dealt with in their mindset as well. But it's really based on the individual.
0: Right. And it's equipping them with, with the knowledge to continue on that journey. Once you're done, I know I have, yeah, Cards starts hanging on my refrigerator. I hear you in my head telling me how to scoop my food, like a handful of this and like this much of that. And it's, it's so simple. And that's what has been so life-changing for me is that you completely yeah. simplified it. And for someone with ADD, like really seriously intense ADD, <laughs> it's been really easy for me to like message you and say, Hey, like, okay, my app that you, that lose it app that you have us use to track our food and, and mm-hmm. watch our protein intake and that kind of thing. I know there are days where my lunch literally looks like a collective bunch of like snacks. But as long as I hit all my groups, I know I'm never going to catch like I'm not going to catch it from you. It's literally you just saying, like, you're doing great. How is this going? And that's been yes, it's been really rewarding. And as someone who didn't realize that they struggled with food until I started talking to you, it That is probably hands down one of the most important things that you showed me because I hear a lot of women, especially, but I know men struggle with this too. They talk about how tired they are all the time, how tired they are, how unfocused they are, how they have like brain fog. Um, And in the amount of time working with you, I, what did I start at? Like 1100 calories. Oh, even that sometimes it was like a thousand calories.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was I've eating a
0: thousand calories a day and I would still restrict that when I was trying to lose weight. So that just, it blows my mind. And I, would I had been gaining weight and I've always said, I don't really care so much about the number. I care more about how things feel, but I will still like weigh myself and go into like a frantic tizzy over like, why is it this high? Right. Um, mm-hmm. so once you showed me, once you gave me my first meal plan and I saw how much food was on like <laughs> breakfast or lunch, I remember yes. sitting with it printed out in front of me, and I'm like, like going through these pages, flipping them, sitting on my couch. And my husband was looking at me, he's like, "You okay?" And I'm like, "No, this is a lot <laughs> of food for one sitting." I'm like, "This is crazy." And I remember yeah. you and being like, "Are you having real right now? <laughs> like, I'm supposed to eat <laughs> all this? And I could not." But but you checked in on that throughout the first couple of weeks too. Like, how are you feeling mentally eating this much? Like, are you okay with this? Because honestly. Those first few weeks, yeah. just having like three ounces of turkey on my plate—if I was going to put it in a wrap or something—I would physically gag at the idea of eating that much food. So, really moving past that—that that was difficult to do. And I know that had I not had someone to work through it with me, I probably wouldn't have done it. It's also yeah. ah, lunch meat's gross, but I—it's just so easy. Um, it is. It but is. It's, it's been—it's been really eye-opening to see that my issue obviously wasn't just the food itself it was other things but that restrictive type of eating all stemmed from when you were talking about being a teenager and like getting really hyperfixated on carbs and and that kind of thing i remember doing yes. the same thing and we're pretty close in age i feel like a lot yeah. of women in our age group we grew up in that time where skinny is all that mattered right and it's right. hard to break free of that even as an adult it's
1: ingrained in you right and it's like you know, there's a lot of information out there too on the internet of, of about diet and exercise and, you know, keto, carnivore, all these things. And it can get really confusing for people. And that's another thing that I like to do. It's like, it's not necessarily what kind of diet you go on. It's about what you're eating, how much you're eating and the the counterparts with the calories and the macronutrients and things like that. And to your point, I would say at least eighty percent of my clients undereat, and yeah. they wonder why they can't lose weight. And it's like because you're not even giving your body the energy it needs right now. Why do you think that it's going to give anything else up? Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and to your point, you're eating a you're eating a shit ton now, and you're I am. Losing, you're losing weight,
0: so. It felt, yeah, it feels amazing. It's kind of this last increase where just so everyone knows who no one cares about this, then it's totally fine. I'm <laughs> at the highest for taking my calories, right? Yes. Before we pull back for weight loss. So this whole month, I'm uh, the whole month of March, I'm eating more, I think, than I've ever eaten in my entire life. I'm up to 1,850 calories a day. And the other day I looked at it, I was like, I'm at 18. I can't eat another bite today. Like, I'm <laughs> so done right now. But I also don't remember ever really feeling like I had eaten a sufficient amount of food in my adult life. I was always not eating enough. So I say this to someone with three small children with their own business, whose husband, is, whose husband is active duty military. So he's not home a lot. I mean, he's home a lot, but he's not home all the time. He's not home to help around the house. So it's all on me and being able to number one, even have clarity on what I need to cook. And then have the energy to do it because I've been feeding myself well throughout the day. It's huge because I was the door dash queen. And now if I don't feel like cooking, I throw some like Kodiak pancakes together for the boys and then I'll eat like whatever leftover lunch or dinner there is in the fridge that I already know is healthy and I know what portions I need. Um, if if anyone who's listening to this struggles with ADD like I do too, it's really helpful to have all of this knowledge in front of you. And then to be able to have someone hold your hand to go through it, who also understands like, and, and mm. just for anyone who is listening for this, being able to like portion out the food when you put your leftovers away or you, whatever you put it in front and center in your fridge, it works so much better because then you open it. You're like, Oh, I can eat this instead of scratching your head and staring at it with like yeah. this association and complete shutdown of like, Oh, it's too hard to make anything. I just won't eat until I pass a <laughs> drive through in six hours. So, um, it, I feel like there's a ton of little tips and tricks there as well, but, what, how do you feel about this diet culture right now with a lot of people saying that like the, the ultimate skinny, like heroin
1: chic is coming back? Mm, I, I just, it it sounds destructive in my opinion. It's, everybody is different. So everybody will need a very unique nutrition plan and diet according to them. And I think I posted something about how, Gwyneth Paltrow says that she fasts every day and she eats broth for lunch, and it's just disgusting. It's such these celebrities out there. They talk about what they eat, but they're really not even eating. They're yeah, yeah, drinking their food, and it's 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 so destructive for young girls and other people who look up to these celebrities and and want to be like them and want to look like them. It's it's very destructive because they're really not nourishing themselves. They're not. They're not being, they're not healthy. They're not taking care of themselves how they should. And that's kind of, you know, it makes my job a lot harder. What do you,
0: so like speaking of people kind of giving like false information like that. And I saw that video, I think I clicked on it from your Instagram actually. And I was mortified because just looking at her and I'm not body shaming. She didn't look healthy. Pale. Yes. Yeah. Gaunt. Yeah. Like I get some people have bony face structures. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying she looked unhealthy. Her energy felt unhealthy. Um, So totally. you look at people spreading like false information like this. Do you feel like there's an influx of people who almost like prete- not pretend because they believe they have that information, but there's a lot of certifications out there that are kind of bullshit that give people like a nutritionist certification. And then you have all these people going on about wellness, this, that, and the other thing that aren't actually very well educated. What do you, how do you feel about that? What would you say is something people should look for in working with someone that can actually help them with their food intake and their, their routines
1: and their habits? Oh, that's a good question. This is a huge pet peeve of mine. So if somebody is looking for some, for a coach or, you know, someone to help them with their overall health and wellness or whether it's just nutrition or personal training. You want to look for a registered dietitian, someone who has an accreditation in that specific area that you need and look at their credentials, look at the kind of information that they're putting out on their platforms. Um, Maybe they have some testimonials. Maybe you can look at that but yeah i mean there're there's a lot of false information out there i always say that nutrition is like politics so everything everybody's going to have an opinion about it right whether it's a personal experience and then they're sharing their personal experience and they're telling people what to do that drives me nuts too just because what works for one person won't work for the other a registered dietitian or a licensed registered dietitian is able to you know diagnose anything that has to do with food um, they're able to give you a diet plan um, depending on your health. They're also, you know, they're they're basically able to do everything under the sun when it comes to food and nutrition. A basic certified nutritionist can really only give you tips and tricks on how to do things. They can't write you a meal plan. They can't tell you what to eat. Um, they can only be like, oh, drinking more water, you know, helps with hunger, kind of thing. So. I see a lot of these people who get certified, whether it's like a three month to six month program, and then, you know, they think they're able to do everything that a registered dietitian can. And it's just, it's not the same. And I have a lot of clients who have gone to these nutritionists, certified nutritionists. And these are the people who are telling them to eat 1200 calories to lose weight. And it's in, in, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is, this is where we need the fix, right? Like they just, they don't have the education and the detail that registered dietitians have.
0: So Right. And good intentions aren't going to get you the results that you want.
1: Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, I'm all for helping people, but you really need the, the knowledge to do that as well. If you're going to take someone's health in your hands, Right. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: 100%. I think that makes perfect sense. Um, I actually wasn't even really sure of what the difference was between a nutritionist versus a dietitian. And a lot of people don't vet programs before they take them either. So they're trusting that who, whatever True. they're being taught is, is accurate. Right. And it, it may not be. So that's, I exactly. think that's really important too, even if you're just looking into a program like that. Um, yes. Okay. So what is it your, you work with clients one-on-one, correct? You don't have any group programs, right?
1: Um, I don't yet. It's something that, you know, I've always thought about, but I haven't actually acted on that. Um, I work with clients one-on-one. My program is three months long, usually. um, And you can always work with me month to month after that, but definitely one-on-one. I like the personal aspect of it. I like the fact that people or my clients can message me whenever they want. If they have questions, they don't have to like, Wait for when we do our check-in mm-hmm. or anything like that. I love to be available for them because shit happens. Maybe you know an emergency happens. They need to get a hold of me. I'm I, I like to be there for them twenty four seven because um it helps with the uh, support, the accountability, and all of the above.
0: What do you think about this? Just came into my little noggin. What about? <laughs> people who are struggling to change their habits like this, who are with someone who they're, they're in a relationship with someone who is less willing to shift that. Have you run into that with clients Mm -hmm. yet?
1: A little bit, you know, it's hard when you don't have support from people who, you know, are supposed to be supportive of you. Um, That's kind of where the self-confidence boost comes in and, you know, just knowing that you don't necessarily need those people's support to do your best and take care of yourself. Um, that one's hard Uh, (laughs) because, you know, especially if you're living with that person, um, they, they might have, you know, certain ways of manipulation and sabotage that could potentially hinder your success. Mm um, but with that, you know, when it comes around there, there are ways to overcome that and, and kind of, you know, lean on somebody else, just ignore them. They're being ignore them. That's the <laughs>
0: answer to everything. Just ignore them. Your opinion does not count here. I'm ignoring you. Um, that's not spiritual. Um, okay. What advice do you have for people who are looking to get right on their their total like mind, body, wellness kind of experience, but they are having trouble really committing to the time or the cost of hiring Mm -hmm. someone, what do you tell them?
1: I would say, you know, really make a decision and decide what you want to do. And you can break that up into smaller goals. So say, say you want to lose weight, but you don't have time to exercise. You don't have time to meal plan you really don't have money to hire a coach, what you can do is just start logging your food yeah. and seeing what you're eating because that alone can really help people kind of be aware of what they're eating and how much they're eating and really open your eyes to just what's going on yeah, in your overall diet. And so I would say start small, do something like that. So either whether it's logging food in an app or writing it down, you could always write it down in the journal too. Or going for walks every morning, doing something small and don't do them all together. So starting with one thing, and and do that for a month. And then once you have that under your belt, go into something else. So yeah, whether you're starting with that walk in the morning, do that for a month and then start logging or vice versa. But don't try and do everything all at once.
0: Don't overload yourself with a complete change all at the same time. That sounds like nothing I would ever do.
1: Yeah, absolutely not, Catherine. (laughs) Not me at
0: all. (laughs) You, let's do these three workouts a week. I'm like, okay, I'll do five. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) The other thing too, is there are so many Starbucks drinks, you guys, that fit into like healthy beverages. You should really, if you don't have a cheat sheet on your social media for people, you should because... I'm finding all of the low calorie Starbucks drinks and it is amazing Ooh. because there is nothing like logging your favorite beverage and seeing that it's like 350 calories and you're like oh, oh my fuck, gosh that's like almost a whole meal right um <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely shifted things for um. me was very sad uh, but you guys, seriously, if talking about your health and nutrition is something that, like, you wanted to start in January and you're realizing that it's already March and you still feel like someone who hasn't quite got the ball rolling, I am telling you, jump in now because working with someone with this kind of thing, they have to be, like, in the same vibration as you. And talking to Kyra about my food, I have never felt like I'm being talked down to. I have never felt like she just knows more than me. And it, like, I have to do it one specific way. It's always been really, really like, don't punish yourself for making a choice around food. It's not, it's not a problem. Or my yes. even saying like, hey, I am going to have a few drinks this weekend. Like, is that even okay? I feel like I ask you permission sometimes. You're like, yeah, obviously it's fine. <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> have tequila, Laura lower- cat. Like if you're gonna drink, right? So (laughs) it's definitely if if you're looking for someone who can help support you on your journey with food and finding like respect for it and understanding that it's a tool to aid you in your total health and wellness, Kyra is absolutely someone you should look into.
1: And where can people find you? Um, you can always look me up on Instagram. Uh my handle is Kyra underscore V underscore R D. Um, I also have a website, com. It just kind of gives an overview. Yeah, it just kind of gives an overview of like what the program is and what you get with it. Perfect. I
0: will link all of that in the show notes for you guys as yes. well. And if you Perfect. had one more piece of advice for anyone looking to like clean one thing up with their food, what would you recommend?
1: One piece of advice for cleaning up your diet. Gosh. Well, Track track food. Cause it'll just open your eyes. Um, if not that, if you hate tracking, try and just have a half of your plate of veggies, yes. just half your plate. And, and that'll give you micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, all the things that you need, um, just to get more of that nourishment. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much for coming on here today
0: and schooling everybody a little bit. Yeah, we're going to have to have you back on to talk about the importance of movement with like connecting to yourself, like spiritually and and, like us in a way that really supports your mental health as well. That's something that you've definitely helped me learn to hold space for too. So thank you for coming on here and you guys follow her too, because she always, her stories are full of yummy foods, like literally all the time so good and just really <laughs> hilarious sarcastic stuff so jump on for that anyway Girl. but <laughs> thank you so much for being on here and thank y'all you come back for another episode next week